You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. So I got an email from a student asking about emailing the admissions committee to say hello and introducing herself, himself. And I kind of thought about it, and I don't remember ever actually talking about sending an email just to introduce yourself. There, there's a couple different scenarios. So let's just talk about generally when you should contact an admissions committee. You have to understand that admissions committees, the admissions office at a medical school, they are very, very, very busy. Let's just look generally and say that the average school gets anywhere between four or 5,000 applications every single year. If every student was going to send an email to the schools that they applied to, that admissions committee would be too busy responding to emails than to actually do any of the work and figure out who they want to interview, who they want to accept, etc., etc. You need to be very diligent with who you email, who you interrupt. Think of every email, every phone call as an interruption to those fine men and women that are doing the job of trying to figure out who to accept to their new class. And so if you are going to interrupt them, Right, Use that term. If I'm going to interrupt him or her at the medical school, is it worth it? Is what I have to say worth it? If you use that as a barometer to decide if you're going to interrupt the admissions office, then that will give you a head start in front of most people who probably don't even think about it and they're just emailing and emailing and emailing and emailing and emailing. So let's talk about what you should email, when you should email, how you should email, etc. So let's let's break it down. If you have applied to a medical school and you have not heard anything about an interview and it's only been a month or two months, or three months, since you've applied and your application is complete, you probably shouldn't be interrupting the admissions committee people. There's an exception to this. Do you have any significant updates? Do you have new grades to let them know about? Do you have some new fantastical job that you think is going to push you over the edge Maybe you're starting to scribe and you didn't have much clinical experience and so you want to make sure that that is added into your application. Make sure that what you are going to email them with is worth the interruption if you haven't interviewed yet. Don't email and say, hey, just wanted to check in because that's not going to work. You have to Make sure that what you are sending is worth it. This is pre-interview discussion. So let's talk about post-interview. You, well, let's, let's finish the pre-interview. You can't just email and say, hey, just checking to make sure 
that my application is complete. Just checking to make sure I haven't heard anything. When, when am I going to hear? Don't interrupt them with that stuff. Post interview. So you've interviewed, now it's post interview. Don't interview, don't email a week later and say, hey, just checking. When am I going to hear something? A month later, just checking. Don't do that. Again, significant updates. Is there something, maybe it came up during your interview, maybe there's some, uh, some things in your application that are, are weaknesses and you've fixed those or are in the process of fixing them with a new job, etc. Update them. New classes, new grades. Update them. Bigger things like that. Okay? Outside of that, you shouldn't be interrupting the admissions committee. Now, the question that came in was this introduction email. There are a couple ways to go about an introduction email to an admissions committee or an admissions office. Number one is before you apply and you want to build a relationship. Say, hey, State University Admissions Office, this is who I am. I'm going to be applying this year. I'd love to talk to somebody about my application to see what I can do to strengthen it. A lot of admissions committees will have people that you can talk to to give you advice on your application, to give you advice on your, uh, on your journey so far to see if you're a competitive applicant for their school and what they would recommend to make you more competitive for their school. So that's pre-application. Once you've applied, your rules of engagement are going to be different. They're not going to be able to give you as much advice as they would pre-application. Post-application, you have one one shot. If it's been a while, or if you know you're at a significant, significant deficit because of a GPA or because of MCAT, but you still think, and this is key, if you still think you are a, a huge, huge fit for their school, either because you know somebody there or you're from the area or whatever reasons. If this is your number one school, your number two school, send an email. Say, hey, you're my top choice. I I really am interested in going here. Here's why I think my application may be looked past, but here's why I think I would like you to take a look at it. I know that my overall GPA is low, but if you look at my upward trend, if you look at my postback, if you look at my master's, et cetera, et cetera, I know my MCAT score is low. Maybe here's a reason why. If you look at the rest of my application, here's why I think I'm a good fit. Do not do this to every single medical school that you applied to. If three medical schools give you a shot, and interview you, and three medical schools accept you, and you turn down two of them, you've now sent emails to schools and say, hey, you're, I, I'm really interested in going here. Uh, I, I know it's a long shot, blah, blah, blah. And now you basically wasted their time and you're not even going to go there. For an applicant who's Application is probably not going to get viewed, probably going to enter the digital shredders, as I like to call it, the digital shredder. 
if your GPA, your MCAT score aren't going to meet their minimums, then advocating for yourself is going to be important. But don't do it to every single school you apply to. If your GPA, your MCAT score is that low, you need to be asking why you're applying in the first place. So those are some of the things that you should be thinking about as you are applying to medical schools, as you are sitting and waiting, which is the worst part of the application process, is waiting to hear about an interview, waiting to hear about an acceptance, et cetera, et cetera. So don't think that you just have free reign and can email whenever you want. The admissions offices are very, very busy. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube as well on Medical School HQ. 